0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Kick Ash Podcast. I hope you guys are having an awesome week so far. I wish I was recording this under better circumstances, but here we are again, and I think it's about, yeah, two weeks to the day. We are here again with another update on WWE releases. WWE decided to have another set of budget cut releases late last night. I went to sleep early and kind of logged off of. of Everything technology wise, pretty early last night. So when I woke up this morning and checked my phone, of course, all hell had broken loose on Twitter and everything like that. It, guys, at this point, it, it's just sickening. It's, I'm not even gonna pretend to sit here. First of all, I guess I should start with this: that I'm the most business savvy individual out there. Look, I I get it. As a business, as a a corporation, as a publicly traded and and publicly traded company itself, you have to know that shit like this is going to happen, right? He has shareholders that he has to, he being Vince, (laughs) pronouns pal, but he being Vince, he has to answer to shareholders amongst many other individuals. So when you get to that point and you see your your company and you have a vision for your company meeting a certain financial either quota each each quarter or whatever their financial goals are, I get it. However, there's there's so many different ways you can go about this, right? Of course, the the obvious being out there. We're still in a pandemic, how? But I I do I will say that the pandemic I'm not gonna say it, it's not a factor, but thank God we've gotten to a point in the world that. A lot of restrictions has eased up, obviously, so the wrestlers have more options to go out and work, and of course, AEW is is the the prime target for a lot of wrestlers at this point, especially now, but it's like, you know, a lot of wrestlers are able to, to travel a little bit more freely now, as opposed to the beginning of the pandemic when, when the first set were released, it was kind of a little bit more heartbreaking, just because you, you weren't able to, a lot of us were still under stay-at-home mandates with our respective states and shit like that, so Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The only bright side, well, the the one of the bright sides, I I, I guess I should say, in in this, in which they all know at this point, I'm, I'm sure, is they're free, and they even though they have to sit out 90 days, they do still get paid that 90 days. So yeah, they can't probably negotiate with any company or obviously go work for any other company or entity at this point during that time frame you still have the time to sit there maybe heal up if if you've even been used recently but just take a little bit more time and to maybe obviously mentally heal and emotionally heal from this because yeah you know a lot of guys will sit there and, and or when I say guys I mean guys and girls that's just I use guys as just an encompassing of a group so just FYI but you have the option now to and to sit home and you can still do interviews during this time frame too but the while yes it, it is mentally and emotionally draining and sad and, and taxing, use this time frame to to regroup right and to just sit back maybe disconnect for a while if you need to and hopefully you save that money that you got. you know I don't obviously we don't know the specifics for contracts, but WWE, as we all hear, pays well. I'm not sure obviously for NXT talent but the majority of the re- releases that just happened last night were on the main roster which kind of makes it even more shocking but though the other shocking part too is in kind of the point that, that I was starting to get at with the whole business side is I while I understand budget cuts needing to be a thing and I'm sure we all do right like we're not naive we're we're not stupid people it's even that they they may think we are at, at some point but it's timing first of all And second of all, you have this group of talent that you just released. For instance, the first one, and probably the, I don't want to say the most shocking, but maybe the most well-known, is John Morrison. Just however many months ago, six months ago, was it? Seven months ago, he was wrestling Bad Bunny and Damian Priest along with The Miz at WrestleMania. And now he's out of a job. And not saying Morrison was my favorite, Morrison should have been champion, or any of that shit, but... Morrison is a talent. Morrison is a guy that you look at, and he looks like a star. He looks like a WWE superstar, and not saying that he obviously hasn't and hasn't already gone elsewhere and, and made a huge name for himself as Johnny Mundo, and it just pick pick your organization, right? So, while you're not worried in that respect for for guys like a John Morrison, it's just it's 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 almost it kind of leaves you. For, Speechless at some points because what's the point too? Like when the Miz comes back, what is the Miz gonna do? And yeah, a lot of you, and I'm pretty sure Matt is one of them, not high fans on the Miz and Morrison as a tag team. Not even saying that they need to be a tag team; the exact opposite, obviously. The when the Miz left to go do Dancing with the Stars and, and rehab and all that stuff, I, I believe he had an injury as well, or maybe it was just for Dancing with the Stars. But whatever the case may be, when he was gone, they Miz turned on Morrison setting up a perfect, perfect angle for you to come back and resume. I, at one point, had thought you could maybe even do have it lead to a tag team or have a tag team match maybe throughout. And depending if you want to do this for, let's say, three months, right? You have an endpoint of, or even WrestleMania, if, which, you know, obviously not at this point. But let's say WWE was being gracious and, and wanted to actually... Pay back Miz and Morrison a little bit, and and have them in a singles match at Mania, for instance, or even at the Rumble. You can just shoot for the Rumble. You have an endpoint, so you 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 have your endpoint, and you work backwards. I think it'd be cool if if Mariz is up, Mariz, <laughs> if Maurice is up for it, for instance, to have her come back and and have a little cameo like they did with um, Miz and Maurice versus Cena and Nikki Bella at WrestleMania a few years back. You know, obviously it wouldn't be to that magnitude, but that could be a fun little entry point and have a mixed tag with Morrison in... Oh, what was her name? I'm, I'm blanking on her name now. Her WWE name, at least. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Frankie Monet, of course. How could I forget Frankie Monet? So that would have been a fun tag team match, right? That could be a halfway point throughout their feud and then have the culmination at Royal Rumble, for instance. But no, it's like Miz left. Morrison, all he knew how to do was meditate backstage and hey I I love yoga meditation. All here for that, here for inner peace, all that good stuff. But it, the way WB does it, it's 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 like they're mocking him, obviously. Like for instance, like one of them Rhea Ripley and Nikki ASH <laughs> Just just saying Nikki ASH is just something else, but they had them as the tag team champions approach him backstage and kind of look at them like he had two heads. And, again, not blaming it on the tag team champs, but that's what WWE created. That's what they got out of that situation, whether they saw him doing it already backstage and thought that'd be funny to kind of put him on on TV. I don't know. It's just that's not even the point. But the point is, like, you you get a vision for someone and then you just stop. They're gone. Then they randomly show back up, do either bullshit on TV, or you may even get hopeful. They may even have hype and video packages built into them, like an Aleister Black. Have them debut, and then, oh, they're, they're cut a week or two later. Or even a month later, like Hit Row, which we'll get to later on. But it's just, it takes the fun out of it. You know, and again, I'm not even the biggest uh, John Morrison fan, but dude is incredibly talented. Like, I don't need to sit here and tell you that. If you watch wrestling and you, you've seen him, you you can look at him and, and tell the guy's talented. So, Guys, it's just frustrating, It's and that's not even the worst part, you know. the To me, the worst part about all this is Hit Row. I, when b was released on November 4th, I had a bad feeling. I think we all did the second we saw Hit Row come out on SmackDown and b wasn't there for the entrance. It's just, obviously, like, Hit Row was gutted, but you still had hope. Right. Obviously, we, we thought since only one was cut out of the group, there was still hope for the three remaining guys. So maybe there's still a chance and they'd even interact with New Day at one point. So there was there was hope, right? No, no, not as of last night, November 18th. <laughs> just, and I think that one of the biggest travesties of the whole thing with the hero is Swerve Scott, Isaiah Swerve Scott, like that dude has money. Literally written all over him. He, well, maybe not obviously literally, but just you look at him and and like a Morrison, he just looks like a star. He looks like maybe not necessarily a WWE star, but a star that you would think WWE would want to make their star. And the fact that you drop the ball on someone like him, with Hit Row, obviously, but just for this matter, just Swerve Scott alone, it's, it's baffling to me. It's honestly baffling. And part of me is like, you know, at this point, why even... Call acts up to the main roster because they hit Rose specifically. We're just drafted on the October first draft. We're not even two a full two months out from that. It's not even December. It's not even December yet. We're still in November, guys. We haven't even had Thanksgiving. And you know, and and that's what kind of makes it it's sad too, because we have the the holiday weekend coming up next week and everything like that. But like I said earlier, the one obviously bright side in. And all this is that they do still get paid for that 90 days. So even though they're they're forced to stay home and not do anything, at least they're still getting compensated for it, which is the very least, obviously, that, that you can do. And if you're going to require someone to stay home, you can't not pay them for that. So it's, you know, it's not like they they're breaking over backwards to make sure of that. But and again, I'm not going to sit here and say WWE is a shit company because they do a lot of good you know, but you, you can't feel good about the good that they do because the second they do good, it's either being touted or you look back to, to shit like this. And it's, it's difficult for someone like me personally, because growing up, I was, it was just WWE. Like I, I'm pretty, I'm not sure if I mentioned it on here or a different show, maybe with Matt, but I only knew WWE. Like I didn't, I didn't have access to any other wrestling companies out there. I knew of them, like at WCW, obviously when it ended up going away. And then you had your TNA, then your Impact, and Ring of Honor. But it was very hard to access those. I didn't. I wasn't in the best area for internet service. and We had dial up, if that. So it wasn't the best. But the point is, I was WWE. Like was just ingrained in me. WWE was wrestling. So to see how it is now and, and what it's becoming, it's just, it, it I mean, it sucks, guys. And it, it, it really, it kind of hurts in a way, too. It's like, damn, like, you put all this love in. And I can, I can only imagine, like, if I feel like this as a fan, how these wrestlers feel. Like, that's obviously their livelihoods, right? And, of course, I've seen a lot of memes out there that are kind of funny and, and, and stuff like that. But we've got to remember these these individuals, yes, they are probably going to exceed and do far better. Once they once their ninety day clause is up, but it it still sucks, and they were still there for a reason, and they still wanted to be there. They obviously accepted a job with WWE, and they they wanted to be there. That was a dream of theirs to be there. So it's just it's hard, guys. We've got to remember too that these people are still going through a real life situation, and yes, they they may already have something lined up right now, and of course they can't admit it or, or say it for contractual purposes, but. It still sucks, and it's still kind of a blow to the ego and whatever you want to call it, but I don't know, guys. Hopefully, this is it for a while, and hopefully, I won't have to have another show, and, and and by the way, I haven't even had this podcast for officially a full month yet, and I've already had to do two shows just strictly for WWE releases, so I think that in and of itself is is quite telling, but those were the, the two that really, really kind of, I don't want to say shocked me, but in a to the full effect but in a way it was just like damn like you you invest all this time into people and you just cut them for for what real reason you know but to give respect to everyone that was actually released last night the full list of roster members who were cut I'm gonna go and just read them out here now but of, of course Hit Row is just it ugh. stars guys just just looking at him, row they just scream stars. But and and again, Drake Maverick, I think too to to shout him out really quick. If you haven't seen his video that he posted on Twitter last night, which I hear was like ten minutes after or something crazy like that, he got released. Which just shows you too, by the way, the the mindset and the probably fear and paranoia that's built in too. Like these guys and girls are just waiting for the call, and that's so shitty you know like that's so shitty like i no one wants to go to work every day and and have that fear in the back of your mind so the fact that he had this video already done and and dropped it last night kind of documenting both sides of and both both sides of the emotions of being released being sad and devastated but then still wanting to you know pretty much say fuck you and and man up and and show them what's up but I definitely go and check that out on, on Drake Maverick's uh, Twitter page. I think it's about a four-minute video, so it's, it's definitely worth your time. But the full list of talents that were released last night were as follows. Of course, John Morrison, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Top Dalla, Ashante Adonis, Tegan Knox, which I'll get to in a second, Jake Magvert, Shane Thorne, and Jackson Riker, which I don't give two shits about, so that's about as far as I'll go with Riker. But with Tegan Knox. That was another kind of surprising, maybe even a low key surprise for me because I thought that she had a lot that she could bring to the women's division, maybe in like a, a Bailey role. Um maybe not character wise as strong as Bailey obviously at this point, but and and let me obviously guys, like I know she wouldn't come in and make the same impact and all that stuff, but but fundamentally and technically skilled wise and, and as a wrestler in the ring, I think she's really solid and she just always reminded me of, of Bailey for some reason, but i think that the character she just was a, a natural baby face i think if you if you really like if you just look at her you just are kind of drawn to her in a way and just kind of want to cheer her on especially with the the story that she's had even in wwe alone like she i don't know i believe it was with the may young classic against rhea ripley was the gruesome knee injury that she had her knee just just fucking exploded. And it was off with something so basic. I'd I have to go back and watch the clip itself. But I know that was either the first or the second knee injury that she had. I'm assuming it was the first if it was the May Young Classic. But so that was the first like severe knee injury she had. I know that she pretty much destroyed everything. Her ACL, MCL, Burkert tibia, just like everything was just just fraud. So I believe she was out for a year, 10 months to a year at that point. And she made her way back and then unfortunately got injured again and I believe it was another ACL ACL tear itself I was trying to go back and see if if I had that part written down no I, I don't have that specific but I'm pretty sure it was another ACL injury to the same knee so I can kind of and as much as I hate to say this I can kind of get why WWE would be leery in some sorts but you if you are you don't bring her to the main roster she was just drafted to Raw Why get her hopes up? Why even go through all the trouble of, I'm not going to say wasting, but using a draft pick on her if you're not even going to let her debut on the brand to begin with? If you're that concerned that she's injury prone or she may not be able to to last for for whatever reason, then you cut her then or you leave her in NXT and and give her a little bit more time down there and and help her build the the NXT 2.0 brand because she's a good talent. I think she was very, very underrated with them or at least under this... "Quote unquote new regime with with NXT 2.0 and, and everything like that. So maybe they just weren't as experienced or familiar with her. And just I don't know. I guess I shouldn't I shouldn't be surprised that she was cut when you have someone like John Morrison and and of course everyone else who's been released this year alone. But I just I feel like that was another kind of like a wasted talent. Like I I just really feel like especially with the lack of, of depth that we have in in the women's division or with with new stars that. You know, because you, you can have your stars, but you need someone for the stars to face off against. You know, you can't just have one person go out there and have a wrestling match. Like, that's not how this works. So, unless they want to change the whole wrestling aspect and take wrestling out of it and not be a wrestling company anymore, you need talent. And yeah, they still have a stacked roster and they're still... This is, is pennies to them. This, Which, again, is defeats the whole budget cut purpose, but and, or excuse rather, but... I don't know, like I said at the beginning, part of me understands why you would cut some people, but if, if you're that uncertain and you're that leery and you, you don't have good vibes for them going forward or whatever the situation may be, why are you investing time and putting money and effort into it? Isn't that an, a waste too? Like I'd love to see all the finances and, and everything that they put into, for instance, Eva Marie, who was just released two weeks ago, all the time that was invested in, in the crew that you have to hire and the production team and everyone to make the the vignettes and everything like that. Like, it's just... <laughs> again, like like I said earlier, it, it kind of leaves you speechless at some points when you sit down and just kind of think about the... Just kind of the cluster that this whole thing is. And, I don't, again, I was never really one of those who, who kind of bought into the whole WWE is, is selling, the company itself, hype. But... The more I see, how can you how can they not? But and at this point too, not to go off I guess on any more side rants, but if I'm let's say let's say I'm I'm the owner of the Disney brand and, and that's their number one target that they're looking to to sell to and they're they're in their mind that's the number one buyer that they're they're aiming for. Let's just use that hypothetical. If I'm Disney, what am I buying? You know, and like I said, you still have tons and of course you're buying first and foremost you're buying the brand itself obviously not that's not I don't mean it as literal as maybe it sounds but to to my point in in the whole what are you buying is talent wise like if you're if you're selling to an outside company who's not already in the wrestling world they're not going to even begin to probably understand how to develop talent they're not really gonna have someone on their side at like a triple h who built nxt from the ground up and and made it the the brand that we all loved i will never forget being at nxt takeover brooklyn that was one of the best wrestling shows i've ever been to like even to this day like it was the the atmosphere and the environment was pretty much the equivalent of like an aew maybe not to to the height of aew um crowd and, and just environment and atmosphere wise but it was damn close and the closest if you're at a WWE show that you'll probably get to feeling like you're at an AEW show but just thinking back on that now like to and to kind of bring this full circle with with if if your goal is to sell to an outside company I don't see how shedding all this talent is really helping because your top guys like you're if you're looking at the roster now you're Randy Orton's, your Roman Reigns, your Brock Lesnar's, your Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, like, your your core group, and of course there's obviously others, Charlotte Flair, but Charlotte's a whole other question, but once they're out, you may, let's say, you, just taking that group right now, you have maybe, what, five years left with them? A good solid five years, either at a full-time or even, like, a part-time run, especially like your ones like your Randy Orton's and your Brock Lesnar's. Brock Lesnar of... of Force of, first and foremost, like, that, that's who knows how much longer we have with him, which is why I think we should appreciate him as long as we can. But you, you have, like, your Randy Orton's, right? Like, a guy who we may take advantage of right now, but you got to think that he he's one of the last stars that we truly have left, and especially one that's been around as long as he has and his tenure and all that good stuff. But once these guys and, and girls fade out, the problem that you're going to run into is you're not going to have that, that solid foundation like your NXT to build from and to pull from You're you're you who, who would you pull from from NXT 2.0 right now? Braun Breaker. I'm a huge Breaker fan. I think he, I think he has a real chance of, of making it with WWE. Of course, outside it'd be completely different. Like it'd be a no brainer, but in the WWE world, like I feel like he has true potential and, and a true shot to succeed and thrive for, for years, but he's not ready right now he's he just started he is probably 2 3 years off i would say a good two maybe 2 years away from be, being on the main roster and as he should and that's nothing against him that's that's what happens when you get into the business you and with any business you you start i don't say from the bottom but you you start from the foundation and work your way up to the top and that's how it should be and yes you you can pluck a star if they start to get high or if there's a streak going on or anything like that but you can't, like, you, you only have but, but so many now, and, and when you continue to cut groups of people like this, I, I don't even know the full count between the start of, let's say, 2020 up until now, like, i kind of be, uh, part of me doesn't want to know, but I think with this year alone, someone said that it was like 88 talents that were released, and that was just wrestlers, and not even to, to think about the agents and office workers and producers that were released, but... I don't know, guys, to wrap this up, because this isn't, you know, this isn't going to be a, a whole spiel, because I could probably go on for days about this, but it's just, it's it's sad, and it's kind of scary at, at, in some aspects, too, and it takes the fun out of looking forward to Survivor Series to kind of bring this to to current day events, it, it takes the fun out of getting excited for, for Survivor Series, and like I said, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing a the prediction show with Matt for the WWE podcast later on tonight, and get that out there, so, I'm not sure if I'm gonna do one here for for this particular podcast or not I may just defer you to to matt's world for that and and all that good stuff but again it just it takes the fun like i said out of looking forward to anything and and that's what's kind of I'm struggling with I don't know about you guys but I'm kind of personally struggling with myself i'm look for for instance for survivor series I'm looking forward to i know and by the way I know they're all gonna be solid matches and again this is nothing against the the talent themselves it's the company and what they're they're forced to kind of deal with and it's it's just sad. But I think Becky and Charlotte is obviously the, the main one I'm looking forward to the most story wise. And if you listen to my show earlier in the week you, you kinda understand why, just the, the realness behind it. But again, I don't know what they were thinking Tommy wise again with this and if they're just really that kind of tone deaf. Like if you're just gonna can just make a make a a, a cut of what was this eight? Yeah, about eight wrestlers right before your Survivor Series show. That's And that's supposed to be, like, good hype. Now when someone searches for a WWE looking for maybe Survivor Series information, one of the first things that pops up is going to be releases. And again, not that they probably care because they sold to Peacock, the network. So they, they're making money, obviously, hand over fist. And it's just... I don't know, guys. It's going to be interesting, I would say, next six six months to a year. I see how everything continues to play out. And... I had read somewhere that that's probably not the last set of cuts before this year is over, which is just kind of even more depressing to think about for them. But again, the—the the, it goes without saying the, the group that was cut here is obviously beyond talented. So we'll see them probably pop up relatively soon within, I would say, 91 days to give them a, a buffer day. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they pop up anywhere um Probably I would say AEW probably for I I can just see John Morrison in AEW for whatever reason, and I I don't know how long it's gonna take, but Johnny Elite is is coming, <laughs> so I I just I just had this feeling, guys. Like I could be all could be Johnny Dynamite or what what was the other one Johnny Rampage, but we'll see. But I'm sticking with Johnny Elite, and we'll we'll kind of go from there and see how it plays out for everyone. But again, it's it just sucks, but we as wrestling fans. Thankfully, you know, we're on the outside looking in, so we have the the luxury to enjoy all wrestling, and the wrestling world isn't just WWE anymore, so I think we're, as shitty as this is, we're all lucky to have so many different alternatives and different options out there, so, and not just AEW, everyone out there, GCW, all the other independent wrestling groups out there, so, as shitty as it is, it's kind of exciting, too, because now we get to see what these, this most recent batch as well, but these guys that were released this month, what they have in store, so... All positive vibes to everyone out there. And thank you guys for listening. And hopefully I will be back with a better, better, a brighter day news-wise. And hopefully, like I said, if it's not a Survivor Series prediction show, it'll be maybe something related or we'll see. But thanks for checking this out, guys. Stay safe and have a good week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs)